money. Let's talk money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Obviously, this is all about money. Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> with practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money. With Dave and Reb. From more than enough, real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Rib? I'm ready to talk money. That is good. Are you ready to talk money? Those of you who have joined us, thank you so much for joining us. Um, again, we'll do a we're doing a whole bunch of just step back, get back to the the basics, the simple um, part of our finances. And so simply, if you need to hear some more of the podcasts, morethanenough.ca, chri.ca, and notmine.ca. Okay, I have something to interject. Oh, you do? I do, because this is our sixth anniversary. Wow. It has been six years. Wow. November, six years ago, we started Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb. And it's a day to celebrate. It I, you is. know what? Can you grab that? Oh, I yes, know I you, you guys on the radio can't see it, but we've got. But you're this, on YouTube, which you are, we are. If on YouTube. you're on YouTube, you see us. We're celebrating today because it's our. I should have got chocolate or something. You know. Well, I do have chocolate. I know. If we were in studio, Will, Will, and Rachel would have been bringing mm, us something sure. lovely. I'm sure, but we're at, we're actually at home today, as you can tell. If you're on YouTube, um, mm-hmm. recording, but. Um, yeah. So sixth anniversary, I mean, this is a time where we say we are so thankful for you as you listen. Uh, I mean, the support we've got both just in terms of downloads and in terms of, of comments and in terms of, of rating, I don't talk a lot about that, but if you're listening on a podcasting platform and you rate us, it certainly helps spread the news of Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb. And yeah, sorry. I keep interrupting you. you do, this is like 31 years of marriage interruption. Sure. But we're yes. thankful for you. We're thankful that you've joined us today. And for those of you that have been with us for six years, well, kudos to you putting up with us for six I, years. Yeah, we have uh, someone in our tax department, Janet's like, I haven't, you guys have so many podcasts, I can't catch up. Mm. I'm like, I'm not asking you to catch up. It's okay. But anyway, I do want to, um, I want to ask you, how are you doing financially this week? Me? Yeah. I'm doing great. Like, you know what's going on in our finances? I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. How, yeah. Do, how do you know all that? Well. You, the, haven't, you haven't been talking to me about. Well, uh, partially like, because you kind of, you know, were like, hey, I'm away for a week. And then we went away <laughs> on a vacation. And then it's been a week after that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, normally you do some of the technical stuff, like paying the bills and all that. And then I, uh, we have that discussion on, okay, what did I do or what do I need to do or how do we plan for the future? Well, I had to jump in and actually, you know, be way more involved in the day-to-day stuff because while I, I was, was away, like, yeah, I know, away. I so, know, because I thought I paid, put three hundred dollars towards our gas bill, and I pr- forgot yeah. to press send, and it wasn't there. And well, it was, we got it covered. You got, yeah, it covered. got it covered. So, so. anyway, I am like just wondering how you're doing. How are you feeling about our finances? Um, well, we are... He didn't know I was going to ask him uh, this on I, air today. <laughs> no, but I think there is absolutely... I'm just thinking, like, I'm doing a little check. I know our emergency cushion's in place. I know that in terms of credit, we're in great shape. Um, I know that from a cash flow, we're still in the middle of trying to figure out yeah, what are. is yeah. going to... You know, what is it looking like almost month over month? Um, you know, again, there's been lots of changes uh, so uh, I, and that's some my... of and some of our places that we've been have been filling up over the year have are a little drained. 
Um, but that also is because we just went on a holiday and we used, we had been saving for that. And that's obviously we used it on the holiday, mm-hmm. but, um, and you guys are probably wondering why am I talking to Dave about our finances on air in front of how many people I have no idea who listens, but, um, because we want to talk about talking about money mm-hmm. because we've been talking about money for six years on air on let's talk money with Dave and Reb. We've been talking about money uh, since he's become a financial coach. I mean, yes, we talked about it in the first half of our marriage, but in 2008, when he became a financial coach, we started to discuss it in a different way. Um, we started to do it way more intentionally. Um, and honestly, in the pandemic, all transparency that we can be, um, I have done more of the finances because David honestly carries a lot. He carries a lot um to repair stuff in our home. You carry a lot um, in the business. There was a mortgage explosion that we didn't know was going to happen in the Ottawa real estate market. And um, I just started sending Dave emails. So um, I'd say, I paid this bill. I paid this bill. This is where we're at in our cash flow. And, and of course, if you don't know this about us, we have um, automatic filling of accounts. We have... Um, we if you it. know this, and you probably heard this, is we, from from a savings component, we love automation, yes, right? We, we love, love automation. To, so, if we're if we're saving for something, if we're saving for an annual bill, if we're saving, just automate, automate. So again, so we're putting all less that, management, there. less management, because mm-hmm. it's just automatically happening. Mm-hmm. I'm keeping up on some of the things, as Dave already said, he had to, you know, rescue our gas bill. Last couple weeks, I know, but I feel bad when it happens. I'm like, ah, because I thought we had $300 more than we did. Obviously, we didn't, and then we had to scramble a little bit anyway. But saying that, David and I have not had financial dates like we did 10 years ago, and yet we advocate the financial date because it's so important. And we want to talk about that today. Um, Last week, we looked at litmus tests of Mm -hmm. in this season, um, go back and listen to it. Take a look at some of the things we talked about of just to, if you're not a person who's financially aware, or you're afraid to look, um, just go back and listen and just tackle one thing at a Mm -hmm. time. And, and of course, I want to remind people, we do own a financial coaching company. There are financial coaches who will listen, walk with you, ask you questions. They're not going to tell you what to do. They'll do a little bit of teaching, but really it's accountability and it's a transformative journey that can be so exciting and freeing. Um, so we are here to walk with you at more than mm-hmm. enough. I, I just want to say that as well. But one thing about the financial date, and there's a lot of crazy toxic things around talking about money because it's not about the money. It's about the behavior. It's about how we've talked about money in the past. It's about our fears and our anxieties around money. And we come in. So Dave comes in from his story. So all his stress in the mortgage business in the last couple of years, I come in with kids and, uh, you know, COVID lockdowns and we're coming in with all of it. And then you're saying, Dave and Reb, you expect us to talk about money with all of that? Well, yes, actually more so than ever, because what we hear from clients, I've heard it again this week. Oh, I've got too much stress going on. I can't talk about money with my coach this week. We're hearing it a lot. And in fact, this is exactly the time you grab a hold of your coach and say, I'm so stressed. Will you help me talk about money? So this is, uh, I love, uh, every time I hear this, and this is my response to, to that. So 
if, if you're going to be coached by me and you say that to me, this is what you will hear me say back. And it'll be, so when you're bleeding out from stabbing yourself in the leg, you say, well, I'm not going to go to the emergency, uh, emergency ward, or I'm not going to see my doctor when I'm sick because, well, I'm sick. And I was like, no, 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 that's the time you actually go to see the right. doctor. So if you recognize something in your finances and it's a, a minor thing, it's a little cut, it's a, it's a little, you can say, well, maybe I can handle that in-house. I can handle that with between the two of us. But if you're looking at it and you're bleeding out, then you're like, well, you know what? <laughs> I, I don't think I'm going to call Reb and say, hey, Reb, um, you know, there's a thing sticking out of my leg. Can you, you know, I don't want to go to the doctor. Can you deal with that? Well, Reb might be going, uh, nope, I got a lot more on my plate than dealing with you bleeding out. And that's where it gets bad. So, that, I mean, that's what I would or how I respond to that is, is now is the time that if you recognize in the finances that you can say, Hey, and I'm putting my arm around Reb and I'm saying, you know what? I recognize this. We, we, we should, we should, we should take it to the doctor. We should, we should go and, and, um, open up and see if there's some way that we can communicate this, we can deal with this, whatever it is. And, and again, as with most things, if you deal with it early, you know, if I have a little cut and I deal with it early, then it doesn't get infected, that it, the bleeding does stop. Like Again, that, the metaphor works so well in our finances. If there's a small thing, if our emergency cushion is draining and you're like, hmm, I don't know how to address this. I don't know how to fix this. We've had a conversation about it, Reb and I, and, and, and we still haven't come up to a, a, a solution. Maybe we need some help to do that. Mm-hmm. And and that's what, in a sense, that's what we're here for. But whether that's more than enough in a financial coach or whether that's a trusted advisor or whether that's just a conversation. I know you ladies are way better at this than the guys are in the sense of, of sharing, man, I'm just stressed out financially. What are you doing? Like, you know, that's. Yeah, I would love to hear you guys have no. having a cup of tea and knitting no. around. No, not going to happen. Anyway. No. Okay. Maybe over so, a chainsaw, but you know. So you get the idea. I've asked Dave how he's doing financially. That was just a little example for all of you of sometimes how we're talking about it. Dave will say to me, how are you feeling about cash flow? Like, are you feeling good? Do you feel like we're getting behind. Um, So what's happened in COVID as we've spent three years and I've just sent Dave emails every once in a while, every six weeks, I'll be like, I need a financial date. Mm -hmm. I need to sit down with you. We need really to go back to our spending plan because some things are adjusting. Our gas bills more, our uh, groceries are more, you know, someone's come and living in our house. So how are we going to manage this? This is just a flowing conversation, but let me tell you, we can flow in it now because at the beginning when Dave became a financial coach we had to rumble through a lot of hard places so I'm going to talk just we're going to start talking about what is a financial date again we I went back and looked we have not talked about this for a year I don't Mm. think um and I'm maybe we have this is an anniversary conversation uh, it is an anniversary (laughs) conversation normally I around February Mm. we talk about the financial date you know like Mm -hmm. at Valentine's which you know people are like cringing who wants to talk about money on a financial date but actually it can get really exciting when you do it well so what I want to to do though is I want to read a scripture that you and Dave may think is unrelated to money well it's actually very related to money maybe not related to a financial date Mm. 
but it's Matthew 6. And of course, it's very dear to my heart because I talk a bit about it in the book I wrote, Cultivating Trust. If you haven't got it, go to morethanenoughbooks.com and um, get one. Anyway, Matthew 6 verse 24 says, No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Now, there's a a million things to that verse. Mm. But as I, I was thinking about it this morning, when I was thinking about talking to Dave about money, When I talk to Dave about money and I go into what we call a financial date where we're going to sit down and look at the spending that's coming up in the next week, the debt repayment, the planning, the kids events. When we sit down for that half hour, an hour, am I coming into that meeting serving myself, serving the money and stuff? Am I putting all of the me, am I putting the money and stuff more a priority than talking to Dave? Now, some of you who are listening are like, ah, you're talking about couples again. This whole world is a married world. Yeah, I get it. So when you come into your financial date with yourself, because I tell you all the time, my kids have financial dates. They come and tell us, oh man, I haven't kept track of my money. I got to have a date. They talk about their own dates with themselves. So when they come into that, when you come into your own awareness about where am I at with my money this week, how are you coming into it? Are you serving yourself or are you serving the Lord? And I've never honestly thought about this scripture verse in light of our financial date. But I think it's a great question to ask at the beginning of this discussion or in the midst of this discussion. Because if we come in and say, I am dedicated and intentionally serving the Lord in my discussion, then some of the things that rile us, that get us angry with our spouse, or even shame and embarrassment in ourselves and our behavior, we might just not go there. Because the Lord has something to say. And what does he have to say about that to us? So it's just one of those things. So you can tell. Well, and I'm going to add to that because, you know, we talk a lot about this idea and, and I'll just touch on it. But we talk a lot about the idea that as a steward, one of the, one of the things that we recognize for us is, is, is we are stewards of what the Lord deposits with us. And so going back to, it is God that is the source of all of it. And, and so our role is, is, you know, again, as we come into that to say, Lord, how can I use the resources that you've given me, the, the finances that you've given me to accomplish your will here on earth? And guess what, ladies and gentlemen, taking care of your family is pretty high on God's priority list. Mm-hmm. It really is. Some people feel, you know, they're like, how do I balance that out between giving away money and taking care of my family? And, and you know, again, it's pretty high on God's priority list that we take care of our family. That being said, um, you know, he... <laughs> how do we define taking care of our family? That's another podcast. There's a, there's a whole bunch there. And there's, again, this is where the, the, the glory of the Lord gives us the latitude to actually make decisions that matter. Um, but when we come into this conversation or into these financial dates with that perspective that, Reb, all of the resources that you and I have in our household that we are managing that we can do that from the perspective of we're doing that together as a partnership. We're doing that together as uh, with the same goal to serve the Lord. 
then then that's powerful. It's a powerful foundation. And I know there's some people that are, again, as a single person, that's the same thing. You can go, hey, I, I want the, the resources that come through my house to glorify the Lord. What does that look like? Then that's a conversation between you and Lord. And if you're a couple who aren't connected on that front, right? So maybe your spouse is not uh, isn't saved or doesn't know the Lord and, and you're trying to manage that out, there is still an answer for that in the sense of saying, coming together and saying, how are we going to use the money, uh, that uh, the resources that are in our possession to accomplish the same goals? Find that common ground that you can say, hey, we want to take care of our family, whatever that looks like. So when we come into a financial date, a financial date is simply a designated time. And we would say, if you've never done it, do it weekly, same time in your calendar that suits you. Um, we've talked about it before. Don't do it when you're hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. Don't do it late at night when someone's, or unless you both are night owls and aren't morning people, or, you know, do it when a time when the kids aren't interrupting you. You know, if you need to get a babysitter for an hour, have a neighbor come and play with them while you meet in the kitchen and talk about it, do that. If, um, you know, it's a designated time. And as you're talking, Dave, I was thinking, you know what, um, because this is actually a new idea for me, you know, if, if we're forgetful about why we're actually meeting and talking about money, if we're coming with stress and fear, what if we, if we had a token of remembrance? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you come to the same kitchen table, you pull out the computer because, or you're, if you like writing down your financial journey, then you bring in the, the financial book, you bring the pen, but maybe you bring your Bible, Maybe you bring um, a symbol for you that represents your submission and your um, heart and love for Jesus. And you bring that in as a reminder so that you say, you know what, in our finances, and I know it sounds maybe like a little bit of an altar, and you guys, depending where you come from, might think that's a little freaky. But I think these kind of reminders, these tokens of remembrance, because God used them in the Old Testament. Actually, he used stones a lot. You know, um, he, he, uh, I know with Samuel, Samuel create, brought a stone and called it the Ebenezer stone. And an, an Ebenezer stone actually means this far the Lord has helped us. Mm-hmm. Like, can you imagine if every week we brought that rock from a beautiful walk we went on and said, Lord, this is my symbol to you, uh, reminding us. It's, you don't need to how be. Far you uh, brought us uh, along. How far you brought us along. And we're so grateful and you're faithful. It would just be like that symbolic thing in your financial date that would help you focus because you're coming in with kids crying or kids sick or jobs or COVID or all of it. And then you just come into this place of we're going to just shut that all out. We're going to remind ourselves this is a financial time. We're going to remind ourselves who is the Lord and who are we serving. Mm. And even in this discussion, because today's discussion might be hard because they are hard discussions because money, again, isn't about the money. And, and you know, again, I want to just reiterate that as we come into these conversations, they are not designed. They're not meant to look backwards and, and, and analyze um, you know, where did you spend money, Reb, and, and how did you spend the money? And, and why didn't you talk to me about spending money like that? And uh, that is not the purpose of this time. You don't want to make me feel bad? 
no, the purpose of this time is to go, <laughs> where are we at today? Like what is in our cash flow? What's in our emergency or sorry, what's in our bank account? What's in our, our, our emergency cushion? In a sense, get a, a, a clear picture of where we're at today and then look ahead and say, what is coming down the pipe? Do we have enough money, enough resources to make it to the next time that there's cash injection? So you, if you get paid weekly, you might be going, yeah, we need to meet every week because every week there's new income coming in that we need to manage. And I often say this, a, a good, if you're wondering how often should I do an emer- uh, a, a financial date, every time money comes into your account, you that's when you need to know where it's going to go. And if you don't, that's the time that you need to have the date. So for most of us, it's you know either every week or every two weeks at the very latest. If you're paid once a month, that's a long time to go without looking at your bank no, account or discussing it. And I would it. say, for me, the type of person I am, I want it weekly. Sure. I, I, I'm, I'm keeping track of what's happening in that account weekly. And I want to talk to you about it because I may have some fears and insecurities about what's happening or we forgot. You know, we forgot that th- that there was a dentist bill that we didn't account for. And, all and the, the other wondering- part, and I, you know, you brought it up and I was just going to say it just when you did it, it's just that, you know, it's not going to be perfect. You're not going to plan and remember everything because, well, A, we don't remember everything. and and But it is a time to get 80% of your spending planned. The other 20%... W- you know, it's either going to come up, it's, there's going to be an emergency, there's going to be uh, something that ha- that we forgot about, um, something, you know, there's, there's all kinds of things that happen. So this is a time where quite literally, you're just looking to say, what is our plan for the vast majority, the 80 to 90% of our, our spending for the next period of time, whether that's next week, or whether that's two weeks, whatever that is. Um, again, can't go longer than two weeks because after that it gets a, it gets really fuzzy and you start to forget stuff and then you go oh now we only plan sixty percent of our income and you're trying to manipulate that other forty percent that that doesn't work right so well and and one of the things that I'm reminded of as you're talking is there's a lot like I always feel like there's so much to say around mm-hmm. all of these things um, because I can hear your questions as the listeners are listening I can hear their questions. Um, but one of the things we want to remember is why are we doing this? Like, why, what is the benefit of a financial date? What if we don't have a financial date? Well, and, and I mean, we started by saying, you know, it is part of our, it's part of our responsibility at, to, to manage the resources that are coming in. And, and that's a responsibility, but it, it's also part of the, in this world where there is way more things than you can spend money on than you have money, I don't care how much you make, <laughs> you can spend more money than you make. It's really easy. There are a lot of voices that come into our house that say, you need to spend your money on this. And some of them are good. Some of them are not. Some of them are for now. Some of them are for the future. You know, and, and being able to have a, um, a way to filter out those things on a regular, consistent basis. If you try to answer all those questions 
in once a month meeting, your meeting is going to be three and a half hours long yeah, and, you don't, and it just no. doesn't work. You, yeah. you're, you check out after a half an hour. And, and I know this for me as a guy, um, maybe you girls have a little bit more staying power, but for me as a guy, <laughs> like talking about money, half hours about all I can do. Well, but at the beginning, as we learned, we spent sure. an hour and, but we blocked that time and it said was it was very hard. It, it, was, well, it was hard for me. Well, I had coffee. I was, was good. I was happy. I was like, Oh, finally we're talking about money together. <laughs> and it's likely that one of you wants to talk about it and the other one doesn't. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there are a lot of factors uh, also in this season because lots of us are avoiding our money. Mm-hmm. Lots of us are um, just getting frustrated, but we want to hear that you to hear that the benefit of it is you're actually going to start telling your money where to go. And as yeah. a couple, you might develop some unity. If you're willing to rumble through hard discussions, as you keep your mindset on, we're serving Christ. We are here because of him we're remembering his faithfulness to us we are not here for our own selves but you rumble through hard discussions because you do get angry you do get frustrated you have lack of understanding of your partner and we've talked about these on other podcasts and and on our website there's stuff we teach it at more than enough so um, you can find all that information but we just want to encourage you in this season when things are so challenging don't don't stop meeting together. You know how Paul urges the folks and uh, I think it's in Hebrews. He says, you know, but you know, we're the body of Christ and I just urge you don't stop meeting together. This is really important. Don't stop meeting in your financial di- di- uh, date, your money meeting. Don't stop talking, meeting together to talk about this. And I say this not just for couples, but nope. individuals, for the church. The church needs to be talking about money. Um, we, we just have to have discussions, small groups, pastors, you know, don't forsake meeting together and talking about it and rumbling through some of the decisions that need to be made as we steward God's finances, because it's good. Mm-hmm. And then you, you get, we've talked about peace last week. There's peace that comes, even if, even if we don't have an answer today. So like we have a big bill, you know, my friend called and said, we have to, this guy quoted us $4,000 to take a tree down. How am I going to pay for that? I'm like, let's pray. You know, she's talking to me about it. She's talking to her husband about it. And just in that sharing of the burden, there is peace. And there's like, okay, we're, we're bringing it to the Lord. And, and for today, that's enough. Mm. And, and I, I guess we just want to encourage you that this money time together, that talking about money with your spouse or with yourself, inviting God into the conversation, doing it in small groups, asking questions with others even. You know, how should we handle our money here? We're so afraid to talk about it, but there's so much freedom and hope. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, in yeah, talking yeah. about it with and having that financial date. So do it intentionally. Set a time every week. Don't do it longer than an hour. Put it at a time that is good for you guys. Um, you know, I'm going to post a blog and some other information we have about the financial date so you can go find more information about uh, about how to f- how to have a financial date. Call us if you want more information because Dave and I love talking about this. And and one of the things I want to again kind of set the stage for success for you is is Let's let's go into these conversations recognizing that that again if you're a couple or even if you're not a couple there there are 
There's a different perspective. Reb has a different, she's carrying different stuff into the conversation than I am. There's different stuff that's important to her than it is important to me. And, you know, part of the journey is just learning to communicate about that, is to, to be able to, to say, yes, uh, you know, for example, and I'm going to give you the big example, actually doing the financial date. And I'll leave you with this. It is sometimes that's the hardest part is saying, are we doing this date now, tonight, when we planned it or not? And as the spouse who's dragging his feet, you might say, okay, I'm going to, yes, we're doing it. I'm all in. I'm 100% committed to having this conversation. At the beginning, that certainly is one of the biggest challenges about a financial date is actually just getting there and doing it, agreeing to sit down together. And Our time is up, so I want to pray for you in that way. And we're so. going to talk next time about what are you talking about in a financial date, because I sure. think that's really important. So, Lord, uh, that's my prayer this morning is, is that as people just commit to each other, to themselves and to you to manage the resources that you've put in their hands, that, Lord, you would you would just give them wisdom and insight and that these meetings wouldn't be scary, but they would be a joy and a pleasure and bring peace. And so we thank you for that in Christ's name. And I thank you for joining us and join us next week because the conversation will continue when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.